0: Hello, welcome back to another episode. Why are you laughing at me? What
1: are you welcome-, doing?
0: <laughs> welcome back to another episode oh, of Discipleship.ca. My name is Steve, and with me today is Teresa. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, Thank prayer, you. and goal <laughs> of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ's likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. You know, it's
1: kind of like when you get going and, and you're preaching. And you just get going faster and faster and faster and faster. And there are times, like, I feel like I need a sign that says, slow down. This is, like, Lawrence, this is not a 100-mile-an-hour zone.
0: Lawrence at church likes to say that he's not he's not sure that even auctioneers can speak faster. Than I,
1: me. You know, I'm inten- I kind of am inclined to agree with him. there, are, Even this morning a little bit. Today is a Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday. And I, I was got, like, oh, I dude, got, he's getting carried away. Of, he's I got getting faster kind of excited. and faster. Okay? I got kind of excited. <laughs> but he won't look at me. Cause While he's preaching, because I guess maybe I make faces or something. I don't know. Uh, yes. I just look at you. Yes. Or maybe if I'm not looking at you, you're like, why is she staring off into the <laughs>
0: Anyways. When you're on your phone.
1: No, I have been good with that lately.
0: Yeah. I see a lot of things that I just pretend that I don't see.
1: With me or with everybody? Everybody. Because I was like, dude. Everybody. I, I don't know. For those, of,
0: for those of you that are listening and are pastors, <laughs> I don't know how it works for you on a Sunday, but like for me, on a Sunday morning when I'm preaching, a sm- smaller church, one service. But I can tell you who is sitting where.
1: Oh, I know. I will totally, to- oh, I told the line, I, did, I do toe the line, behave myself, not even check the time on my phone, because that's just what I'm doing, when you stop talking about me in your sermon illustrations. <laughs> oh, look, that's never going to happen. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm feeling a little saucy these. today. I didn't-
0: talk about you today yes you did no no i talked about
1: no i didn't no you did what did i say really about seeing me that first freshman tour and you're gonna marry me and someone said no way you don't have a chance with her you did talk well, about i was me. talking about me no but it involved me is part i was part of that story
0: <laughs> true we've at this totally point, digressed all <laughs> the people that are listening and they're like, what? Is wrong what is happening to these people? <laughs> okay, so today we are looking at more of the gospel scenes with Jesus. And uh, last week we looked at the first half of the Sermon on the Mount. Today we're going to look at the second half. And it's just this continuing idea that uh, Jesus is talking to the people that are, are, have gathered with him there about this you know, desire that God has for us to just dive into deeper into his word uh, because when we dig into the truth of scripture, we uncover things um, that uh, could possibly harm us, right, in life. Yeah. There's some warnings there. We see God's clearly uh, pouring out his love and his 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 uh, desire to see us grow through mm-hmm. what he's teaching us right. in, in the word. We get direction to live life uh, and encouragement along the way, right? And this mm-hmm. is kind of that Sermon on the Mount is Jesus is taking a bunch of Old Testament teaching and he's bringing it to light under him, right? which will be then fulfilled a little bit farther yes. again at the cross, which then we sit here
1: mm-hmm. looking
0: back at the Sermon on the Mount through the lens of the cross, trying to figure out, okay, so what's this mean for us today? So right. it's this, this thing where it's like some of it is warning, some of it is encouragement, some of it is just a straight... Like this is God pouring out his grace, mercy, and love on you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we've got to kind of sort out what that all means. So today we're going to run from like Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 all the way to Matthew chapter 7 verse 29, skipping some sections, but kind of getting most of them. Mm -hmm. And so right off the hop, let's look at Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 21.
1: Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Ross well, is going to keep going, but I'm supposed to stop there, right? You're supposed to stop right there. All right.
0: So right off, okay. right off the bat, right, Jesus is pointing out the things that actually control us. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Talking about treasure. Uh, and
0: treasure. And it's, it's yeah. what is it that you fixate your heart and mind on, right? Mm. Our hearts and our minds and our actions will all end up being centered on what we value the most. Yeah. Right. So right. if you are willing to sacrifice everything for family, yeah. then what you value most is family. Right. If you're willing to sacrifice everything uh, for possessions hmm. you know you need the newest things. and the best and the things right. right it starts to the way we live our lives start to show us what we're actually centering our lives on hmm. and what we value the most yeah and then jesus kind of just dismantles all of that in like what three verses and he says for where your treasure is there your heart will also yeah will also be yeah. now you got to remember, we've already gone through the Lord's Prayer and we've already gone through the Beatitudes. Remember those last right. week where we talked about, this is how you should live. If you want to be blessed by God, this is how you live. Right. And now he's saying, oh yeah, but here's the thing. Like if you get sidetracked by treasure,
1: hmm.
0: like it's clear that your heart's not in the place that I just told you right. to have it. Yeah, Right. And so we have this, this wrestle that we're supposed to be seeking a treasure that should last because... Wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is, and Jesus wants your heart, Yeah, right? Yeah. So then he just continues on from there, verse 22 through to 24.
1: The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That right there, that verse 24 is the one that gets
1: twisted, twisted. a bit, yeah, it does. All
0: the time because people will say there's, you know, uh, the most popular way to say it in North America lately is there's two dogs at war inside of you or yeah. two wolves or two whatever. Right. And one is, you know, leading good and one is bad and whatever one you feed is the one that grows. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, gotcha. it will take over and, I'm and that's you. not actually what this says. No. Right? You can't serve two masters. You're either going to hate one or love the other or it'll be devoted to one and despi- uh, despise despise The other, other, right? Yeah. So they're not... But I love... It's not one is going to go away. This tension is always going to be there.
1: I love how it goes right to the heart of the matter. You cannot serve God and money. It's like it could be... Your two masters could be anything, but chances are (laughs) money is going to be what the issue is. Chances are... It's going to be money, guys.
0: As the son of God, (laughs) I'm going to tell you what these two things are. (laughs)
1: Because I know. I have like this educated (laughs) experience about you. Well,
0: and, and the thing is too, right? Like even when it's not money... Yeah. That is your driving factor. Yeah, yeah,
1: your motivation so let's So
0: let's say it's about, um, you know, if you move it. Like some people, their driving factor is li- quite literally the amount in their bank.
1: Yes, I have. Um, yeah, I but have But some heard of people,
0: that. it's just kind of wealth adjacent thing. Like mm. I got a better house than you. I got a better car oh, than yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got better stuff. I the- take nicer vacations. Mm. I I live at a different level. Right, right. All those things. But what is that? Money, yeah, <laughs> right. Like you don't get those things without money. Yeah, no, so, that's right. So Jesus is pointing out pretty much the way that it's going to work. Right, um, we can't serve both God and money, and no. having money just well, full, money full is disclo- a relentless taskmaster. Full disclosure: like if we got people out there that are are on the the scale of richer,
1: right, um,
0: that doesn't make you more loved by God. And oh if heck you have no. People on the scale of poor that doesn't make you. Uh, despised by God. No. It doesn't make you more loved by God. No. But what we do with that treasure that we have
1: What's about is, your heart? The
0: big, is the big question. Where right? is
1: your heart in this? Yeah,
0: exactly. So we're supposed to be careful about what we allow into our sight.
1: Yeah. In our mm-hmm. minds,
0: in our sight, right? That's how this starts. The eye is the lamp of the body. So, if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. Yeah. And the idea here with I your healthy that. eye is: Do you see things for what they are? Hmm. Money is a tool.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. There are a lot of things in this world that are good tools, yeah, good things absolutely. to use and, and in needed, life,
1: necessary tools.
0: Horrible masters. Yes. And a perfect example yes. is everybody's, you know, smartphones. They can get you a lot of things done in a really short period of time, and they can also gobble up entire days, scrolling mindlessly through social media and or games or whatever you might do to escape. Right. Great tool if Mm -hmm. it's used properly, Mm -hmm. horrible master if it's not. Right. And there's a lot of things in our world that are that way. And the key here is when Jesus says, it's about how you view things. Right. If your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Mm -hmm. And then the light that is in you is darkness. How great is the darkness, right? Like it's just yeah, like great when you is. lose sight of how this world is actually supposed to work, it can get really dark really fast yeah. because you, f- you end up being owned by the things in the world, which is horrible, right? So right off the bat, there's this little bit of a thing where it's like we should probably avoid hmm. those areas that cause us to see things poorly,
1: Right, or, yeah, exactly, or to start, when we start putting something at a higher level in our yeah. life than than it should be at, then yeah. we need to start dealing so with So what does things. this turn
0: into? It turns into guarding our hearts, yeah. guarding our minds, right. guarding our lives from being kind of uh, wooed by the things of mm. the world, yeah right? So if you spend lots of time watching and consuming, you know, media with commercials what are they trying to do they're trying to woo you into purchasing whatever it is that they're selling right trying to get you to do something Some more
1: cleverly than others
0: yeah some are Hmm. really good at it like those late night infomercials and you just are like we gotta buy stuff
1: Uh, no i have never ever (laughs) that's never tempting for me we,
0: we do own a couple things that have come to us by late night tv
1: Yeah, not because of me, babe.
0: No, but we use them. So I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying that we have them. So we have to be aware of that, right? And not fall into those traps of things that
1: uh, enter into us
0: and kind of sidetrack us with these weird weird endeavors, right? Um, But Jesus isn't done dismantling life (laughs) Mm -hmm. for us as we know it. He goes on there from... uh, From there to chapter 6, verse 25, 26, and 27.
1: Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So don't worry. Okay, just just stop. So easy, right? It's okay, just, I'm just not going to worry. Um, reality here is the the, oh, the the bit for Jesus. It's right in the middle, and that mm. is you. You can't you can't do like, you can't add to your life.
1: Right?
0: You can't you can't change what you need. You can't. like There's so many things that we can't do, and Jesus is saying, stop worrying about those things. Yeah. Right? Like we make plans for the future. Which it's, is not wrong. It's smart. Yeah. It's not wrong. But uh, trust
1: him. Have your palms hands open. Hands open, to right? See what so he is leading. Oftentimes,
0: you by. as we're trying to sort out, you know, what is it that God's actually calling us to do? It's it's this process of trying to figure out what is what is the right thing to do in the midst of several things that could be right.
1: Exactly, and and even all of those things aren't wrong. But if you if you put all your hopes and trust in those things instead of God, then that's where yeah. it becomes that idol. It becomes that master. Yeah. Right? It becomes... Because we all need to eat. We all need to wear clothes. We, we know all of this. But the, I think what the point is here is that's not your focus. That's yeah. not what you think about every day. That's well, not... Well, in, in the middle of that, driving there's, you. Also,
0: there's also the... We all... You know, perfect example, clothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We all need to wear clothes. Well how much time and energy do we spend into thinking about what kind of clothes we need?
1: Oh, that's true too. Not right? just like, whatever clothes. So we live in
0: Canada. I'm looking out the window. There's snow on the ground. I need different clothes than somebody who lives in a tropical climate. But I also don't need all of the clothes choices that if we were to go to the local mall that right. are there.
1: We might want them. I
0: just need the, the basics, right? Yeah. We all just need the basics. But we do spend an exorbitant amount of time Thinking about how will this, you know, all work together. But I think an
1: image, like heart, it all comes down to the heart.
0: And so as you kind of unpack, there's more to this little section here, this don't be anxious or don't Mm -hmm. worry section. talks about the fact that we can't by worrying add any days to our life and it gets to the end we down at verse yet. 34 we're, we're not actually reading it so oh okay you get to verse yeah. 34 it says don't be anxious about tomorrow tomorrow right. will be anxious for itself sufficient yeah. is the day for its own trouble jesus is literally yes. saying like how about just deal with today yeah just deal is with like it today. guys
1: today is enough you got enough to deal with today
0: <laughs> but in that you get the you get the basic truth and it's like, what you can't change yeah just let it go
1: that is so hard to do though. Oh like no, it's so easy. It's like I'm, I'm, it's like somebody s- who actually worries about things. It's like, well just stop, stop worrying. It's like, <laughs> okay, thanks for that. I yeah. you know, I as somebody who struggles with it, I'm yes, like, I was just gonna so say so helpful.
0: In case you've ever seen like those social media memes and stuff where it's like one person is just carefree and doesn't think <laughs> about the future and never worries, marries somebody who is stressed out about everything. Yeah. That is our relationship and I am not the worrier.
1: Yeah. So just um, constant. Yeah, and it's state just one of those of things.
0: So for me, it's candidate. really quite easy. Like this whole <laughs> section on my little piece of paper is it, it's about twelve words. <laughs> worry can't add any time. What that's you true. can't change, let go.
1: But worry can take time away.
0: Worry can because worry it can actually is bad
1: for your health. Oh, like it is actually, hard, hard on your body.
0: Totally. I mean, and I'm, that's the <laughs> that's what I think Jesus is teaching yeah. us here is that like it is it is a it is a destructive spiral yes, to get is. into right <laughs> and so jesus is saying just worry like if you're get, like don't don't think past today you got to get out of today first before tomorrow's actually a problem and and that's that's a big deal that's yeah. a that's a that should be a freeing thing for us to realize. No, it like, should be like we can make our plans. Like, yes, we've got groceries in the house and there's food for the meals, and then we know what the the schedule looks like and what days where we got to be when and all that kind of stuff. But you know, we're sitting here on Sunday afternoon. Wednesday doesn't matter what if I don't make it to Wednesday
1: oh well okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> right like
1: that's I could spend a a, I could spend a whole lot of <laughs> time thought. today
0: losing but you know. losing or, losing focus and energy or on even today. the day
1: might not go how you think it's going to go so you spent all of that time and that focus too. on something that and is that's where it is for nothing
0: what you can't change yeah. you let go
1: yeah
0: what you can
1: mm-hmm.
0: you do to the best of your ability and let go of the result yeah right so there's this there's this Freedom
1: mm-hmm. in
0: not and not stressing out over that, and I know it's hard for anybody to
1: it's intentional do anything, I think right? and yeah, it, it is hard for those of of you that do struggle with any kind of anxiety then you know it's not just a quick decision that you get to make about yeah. <laughs> there's often many layers and many steps involved and this in is- that.
0: This is that process of preaching the gospel to yourself yeah. over and over and yeah. over. Because who is the one that is sufficient for, for all of all, your worries? And that's well, it's Jesus. Jesus. Who is the one that is orchestrating all things for your good? Well, that's Jesus. Jesus. And yep. so, by worrying, is it worrying that Jesus isn't sufficient, hmm. or is it worrying that you're not going to be able to achieve and do? What I is think necessary? there's a
1: lot of layers. That right? could there's be a lot there, of yeah. layers,
0: and that's why. But that act of this is preaching of it, right? the gospel yeah. to yourself, that's and that's right. what I think is in the Sermon on the Mount here, all throughout in little pictures, is preaching the gospel of Christ to ourselves. Yeah, The sufficiency yeah. of him and, and trusting in that. That's right. Okay, so this next section, chapter 7, verses 1 through 12.
1: Judge not that you not be judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you seek the speck that is in your brother's eye? But do not notice the log that is in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and attack you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. Unto the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets.
0: Yeah. So we get the... What get is traditionally called the the golden rule. Right. Yeah, right.
1: Treat
0: treat others the way you, you want to be treated. Yeah. And that's kinda where this comes from. Common
1: courtesy really and but
0: it is. Not common anymore. But it's wrapped up in this whole section of not judging. Yeah, right. right. Don't, don't tell people the problems in their lives when you've got a bigger problem in your life.
1: Just ignoring your own. And
0: just in case everybody's wondering what looks like a speck in somebody else's life, hmm. if you've got a speck in your own, it's like you're looking past a log yeah, yeah. in yours because of perspective. The yeah. closer it is to right. you, the bigger well, it, makes it sense. seems, right? So the the thing that you've got to deal with in your life, oftentimes we feel better about it when we can point at somebody else's deficiency. Right. So we judge people. And we put them in their place and we try to say, oh, well, if you would just take this and Mm. clean this area up your life or stop doing that or get rid of this habit or whatever it might be, we start to feel better about ourselves. And it's all in that judging of others rather than evaluating and dealing with our own lives. Yeah. Right. It's such a common thing. And so even if you look back over all of the stuff, what is the worry? The worry is trying to achieve something that isn't
1: happening. Right?
0: Yeah. Lots of times we're worried about the results of things. Yeah, right. And it's something that maybe maybe we can control, maybe we can't, but rather than working at it, we worry about it. Or sometimes we work at it and worry about
1: yeah. it. Sometimes we do both. You I'm go, great at doing both. You go even
0: <laughs> farther back and it's what do we fixate our minds on?
1: Mm, well that now one's all huge. of a sudden
0: right we fixate our minds on things and then we worry about when we're gonna get them or why we don't have them or how are we going to do this. Oh yeah. And then all, all of a exhausting. sudden we're looking at other people and we're saying, Man, I wish that you would just deal with your mess and that would make my life easier. But we're not dealing with our own mess. And they all kind of snowball together yeah. through this whole section. And this one really just gets wrapped up in why are we judging other people rather mm. than dealing with ourselves,
1: Yeah,
0: right? We're supposed to keep short accounts with ourselves and short accounts with in our, our inner relationship with Christ. So then we get down to this ask and it will be given. This, that whole section, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock yeah. and it will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. Okay, well, why do we worry? Well, because we don't have, usually, we don't have what we think we need.
1: Yeah.
0: Or we're worried about not getting that. Uh, what is the laying up of treasures? It's, it's trying to acquire what we think we need. What is, the, what is the, the judging? It's we're looking at usually at other people and we want what they have. Mm-hmm. And Jesus just lays it down and says, just ask me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just,
0: just ask me for what for what you think you need. Yeah. And I'll work with you. I will come in, and just like the son that gets, you know, bread instead of a stone or uh, fish instead of a serpent, Jesus is saying, "I'm not going to give you bad things," mm-hmm. but He doesn't actually say He's going to give you what you ask for. Right? He's going to He's He's going to work with you where you're at to see what He's at work doing in your life. Yeah. And that's the reality. Is this whole thing is about coming through. And submitting ourselves to the will of Christ, right? Yeah. So we seek Jesus always. Uh, Our needs are met in Him alone, right? This ask, seek, and knock deal. Mm. um, Growing up, we, you know, it was a liturgical church with a big stained glass window and it was Jesus holding a lamp, knocking on the door, and it said, ask, seek, and knock, right? That verse was right on the bottom. And I wasn't saved. I didn't understand it. And I looked at it all the time that we were there and I just like, you know, 40 foot tall Jesus or however tall that yeah, mirror, that stained glass window was. And it, that was my first gospel. That's what I, that's the, that's the thing. I I knew that before I knew John three sixteen,
1: hmm. Because it was in front of you. Because it was in yeah, front of me. Right. It
0: was right there. And this idea is that we, we come to the only one who can make a difference in this world to ask him to make a difference in our world. Yeah. Right? whether that's personal or corporate or communal or right, whatever, whatever right. way you want to look at it, we're to come to Jesus and, and go through uh, this process of coming to him and trusting that what he gives us is actually something good. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Okay, last section. Okay. Chapter 7, verse 24 to 29.
1: Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Mm -hmm. All the way to the end? Uh, To 29. And when Jesus finished saying these... When Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes.
0: Yeah. Not as their scribes. He wasn't just repeating something. He was... Kind
1: of knew what he was talking about He here.
0: was telling them the new things, right? Yeah. And not that they were new, but that he was coming to change the yeah. way it was understood. That's right. Uh, he came and changed the way it's understood. <laughs> so,
1: yeah
0: he kind of did. And so here you you get down to it and it's kind of the wrap up right from chapter Matthew chapter 5, six and seven mm-hmm. is the Sermon on the Mount. And, and I would encourage you if you've listened to the last two weeks and you're kind of like, oh my goodness, this is good stuff go back and just read Matthew chapter five, six and seven. Sermon it's the Sermon the on the Mount Powerful. And just just imagine Jesus sitting with a great big crowd around them, and he's just explaining life to yeah. them, um, because that's kind of what he's doing here. Like they're saying, "How do you pray?" And he's giving them the Lord's Prayer. They're saying, "What you know? How are we supposed to live life?" And he's talking about what to do with about treasure and worry and all of these things. And finally, he gets to the end and he says, "If you've been listening to me, yeah, and you just do what I've been telling you,
1: yeah,
0: it's going to be like a house with a good foundation."
1: Yeah, who doesn't want that? We you all know? do.
0: Y'all do, right? And and I mean I've lived in places where um, you know, just the bare ground is the foundation. There is no prep done at all, right? Like it's just uh currently the house we live in. Yeah,
1: it's pretty uh, old. It's
0: it's older, so we have part of our basement is our cellar, our underneath. It's not really living space, but it's big enough that you can go down in there and it's where all the like water and heater and furnace and all that kind of stuff are. The mechanical things part of it is like concrete dugout yeah. proper and part of it is just dirt,
1: yeah. like
0: a big pile of dirt. Yeah. So when, you know, when it's the, the snow is melting, moment. water comes into our basement and we have to have a pump that pumps yeah. it right back out. Like that's not the house that Jesus is telling <laughs> us to build. No. <laughs> He's saying put it on a rock, yeah. a rock that won't be moved. Make sure that you are making this life and he's using the metaphor of a house, make sure you're making this life to have a foundation that is so secure that you're going to survive the difficulties because problems and difficulties are going to come.
1: Absolutely. He, and
0: he had just spent two chapters of your Bible, well, three chapters of your Bible, telling you what the most common problems and difficulties are. Yeah. This is, this is what you're going to get wrapped up in. Here's what you need to do in response. Yeah. And now they're not quite you know, lists for us to follow, like check marks. Right. But they are kind of things for us to read and sort out and think about and go, well, what do I look at? What do I let into my heart? What is causing the darkness? How Mm -hmm. do I stop judging? What about worry? And all of these things start to lay together, and we skipped entire sections. Yeah,
1: we did. We
0: skipped quite a few sections. Um, But when we put God's word as the anchoring and foundational spot for our life, when the tough times come... They're not going to destroy us because we've got that firm rock foundation that we're building life on. And that's why uh, I love the Sermon on the Mount. So if you've got the time, read Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7.
1: Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've had, if you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time. Till next time.